0: Hello Chris, how are you doing and you're very welcome to this uh, podcast which uh, looks at where we're going to be looking back at your year in 2020 and of course just to let the listeners know that uh, Chris Menangu uh, is uh, a client of 442 Sports Management Group and uh, yeah so uh, how did you find the year yourself? I suppose uh, like like other players and uh, coaches and I suppose Clubs as well. It's been a challenging year for you due to uh, the due to the coronavirus. But I suppose looking ahead to to twenty twenty one as well. I suppose with the whole thing around the uh, the vaccine that's now available, I suppose it ge- it gives a bit of hope. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. But you'd like to think that it it'll drive down cases because and it'll. Settle, you know, it'll make, make things easier for clubs and players and coaches to find to find new clubs or whatever, you know, sport in general. And maybe, I suppose as a result, supporters being able to go back to grounds as well.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, I just want to start off with saying happy new year. I hope you had a great festive season, Christmas period. And obviously, today's a new day and it's a new year. So, um, well, so yeah. Thank you very much, sir. Um, yeah, it's just been a bit. It's a bit. It's been a bit crazy in the sense of sports and worldwide, obviously, with this pandemic. And you know, I've just been checking the numbers daily, and it just keeps rising and rising. And it's just leaving mixed messages, especially for myself as a player, a client, or 442. four um, to. You just really don't know what's going to happen at the moment, but. You know, we're starting off fresh this year and hopefully there's light at the end of the tunnel and I just hope that things can start clearing up and you know, we can so we can start getting the ball rolling and et cetera.
0: Yeah, and I suppose look looking back uh, looking back at twenty uh, twenty twenty for you, what were your goals or what were your personal achievements and um, I suppose what what are the things you liked and disliked and things that went well for you in twenty twenty?
1: So looking back on the year 2020, uh, my goals were, I obviously took a break from playing football for a short period of time, but I was looking to hit the ground running and hopefully get myself back into the higher ranks of the leagues or even get myself back into the league and playing regular full-time football. And then it looked, it looked very much like that. And then, we got hit in March with the pandemic and then the league got voided. So that just stopped everything and people didn't really know what was going to happen. And then we got some news during the July period that um, contact, f- um, non-contact football was able to go ahead. So there was some hope with that. And then we got some dates with the, the league saying that we can resume. And um, it was pretty much... Like, yeah, we're back on. And then, you know, coming to November and then the government decided to take the, uh, I'll call it a mini lockdown for a month. And then we got over that and then we played literally two games and then, bosh, we was back to being put in tears. So my goals were just really to work hard, train hard and hopefully... You know, hope for the best and get myself with a move, which it seemed like things were moving in the right direction when the story in my previous podcast when I said how I got across with four four two management. Yeah. I always make the opportunity as always. So I thought, yeah, this is actually gonna be my time, you know, where I can let someone else handle the footballing and business side of things and I just concentrating on what I got, what I've got to do on the pitch. So I thought, yeah, that's gonna, it was gonna work out well. And then all of a sudden, it's just circumstances that, you know, the pandemic, and then, you know, clubs holding off due to maybe financial um, status, and you know whether we can go to this tier or that tier. It just slowed down. So. Yeah. Because kind
0: from your from, from your point of view too as well, you you just said there about you you were out of football for uh, for a certain period of time, and even though you're out of football, you still have to kind of if you if you if if for when you're getting back into sport or in into football again, you kind of from that point of view, you have to you have to keep yourself fit. For, so there's doing that, and then when you when you got back involved, and then you know you discovered like you know due to COVID. The league was uh, the league was was uh, void or whatever, and uh, then when it did get going, there was one or two, there was one, or, you had one or two games, and then there was a lockdown again. So from from that point of view, uh, you know, in twenty twenty, it's very hard and it's very frustrating to, you know, that that you're not able to get a run of games going or to get a bit of consistency going.
1: Yeah, it was quite difficult. Because you're looking forward to a new season and getting back to playing. And then all of a sudden, it's like your goals and your aspirations are taken away from you in a matter of seconds, minutes, because of the pandemic. I know what's going around in the world is not nice. And I'll always say this, it's better to say safe than sorry, because... I know a few people that have had it and as you know, Joe's had it and I've spoken to him in his time that he had it and it wasn't too great. And it's actually real. So it's real. So you also got to protect yourself as well as wanting to better yourself in the future, especially pursuing your career in football or anything in life. Like It's better to be safe than sorry. So it was just a bit hard. It was just a bit hard.
0: You know, because uh, you're 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 starting to get a bit of momentum going, and next thing, you exactly. know, stop put to it. And I think even like in the last few months now, coming up to Christmas, obviously over here there was, uh, you know, there was a six month or sorry, a six week, um, a six week level five,
1: yes, uh cause...
0: restriction uh, on Ireland. And next thing, you know, people were starting to get tired of it, not not, you know, just mentally tired and things. And next thing. You know they they said right we're going coming up to Christmas we're going to reduce it to a level three and then you know the week before a level two so everyone was looking forward to that and next thing within a week within that two week period after going back to a level two the cases shot up again and now we're <laughs> now it's now it's back to square one it's uh you know a, a full a full level five lockdown so. Just when you're starting to get back back into things again, a uh, lockdown has to happen, and you know I suppose that's down to the kind of behaviour. Because I mean, it's like everything in life. You'll get the majority of the people that will do the right things. You know, coughing etiquette, um, you know, social distance, and wearing masks, washing hands, and all that. But then there's people like that. You know, there's the other side of it where there's the, um, you know, you're doing the. You know the the testing and all that, and you're supposed to you're you're supposed to you know self isolate for two or three weeks. And there are people that will do it, but then there's also the people that won't do it. Oh, I'm not doing that, and they're the ones then that are kind of spreading it on to to other people. Now I'm not a bad mouthing or but it it has to be a factor. And I mean that can happen. Elderly people, it can happen anyone, and. You know, and, and sports people as well, even though sports people are fit, you know, players and athletes and that they're fit, and uh, but it's still, it's still very, um, it's still a
1: big drawback, of course. Yeah, I'll just, yeah, it's just really crazy because I know a lot of the people I speak to, some of them are getting fed up, some of them are even taking extra precautions of it now because of the just on the data, the amount of lives that are being lost or a lot of cases around, a lot of people are taking it even more serious, but there's still that small percentage of people that are, I'll call them probably selfish because, you know, we know what we're facing at the moment and there's certain things that we can help to prevent and some of them just don't really care and I feel that's kind of selfish and it impacts a lot of people, you know, it just do not yeah. impact all it's 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 people's everyday life you know some people are not able to go to work and you know some people are not even able to leave their house because they might have underlying issues that could trigger certain points in their bodies or during this virus so it's very it's really cutthroat this virus at the moment and those that don't follow the rules are kind of making it harder for everyone else because if we stick to The basics of what the government has asked for, I think we can end up in a better place and then things can slowly or, I don't even know, slowly or maybe rapidly move forward, you know? Maybe we can get more of the sporting events going without having to think about, oh, hold on a minute, Um, cases are rising, people are not doing this and that. But, you know, we can look forward to the future and it's just, it's just tough at the moment, especially when you're playing football, you're like, you know, whatever level you're playing at, whether it's right up to the prem or right down to the lower leagues. Like myself, I'm used to training three times a week and I can't even do that myself. I've been limited to do my own training. That's doing my 5Ks, my 10Ks and even my 15Ks. That's all I can really do but it's quite difficult in that sense.
0: That's it, because I suppose really, even sports people, i been involved in sport with teams as well. As a result, of, you know, my, what I do, uh, and this that another, and you're so used to the interaction with players and this that you know, being involved in the team every week and different things like that. And it is frustrating, and all, that that's the thing that you look forward to every week. Exactly. But even sports people like myself, yourself, and all that. Even with that and despite the frustration, you still kind of turn around and say see that we still we're still the first to kind of turn around and say, Yeah, but we do miss this, that and the other, but it is about the greater good and the health and safety of not just sports people but but everyone elderly, young, very young and all that. And uh, it's um from from that angle, like sport will always be there.
1: Of course, of course. yeah
0: you know with, with this virus you, you don't know everyone will react differently with it some people will pass away from it which is the sad the sad thing about it and other people will pull through which is the positive side so i suppose there's um you'd like to think that that's uh what that's the natural thing it's a it's a human thing In in all of us we don't uh you know, we, we automatically, well, most people think of it, think of other people. But I suppose on the other, on the other side of 2020, what are the, the positive things uh, from your point of view, both personally and, uh, you know, in a sporting sense?
1: In a sporting sense, um, I think one of my happiest moments are obviously signing to 442, Um I spoke about them again at my previous podcast. I I always like to give them a shout out and show my appreciation towards them because I know they are working tidelessly tireless, um, behind closed doors for making the right deals or speaking to people, whatever they're doing, networking. I, I put my full trust in them. So that's one of my highlights. Um, also... You know, um, while this is all going on it, it it you take that time to reflect, you know, you kind of take yourself out of the equation and you start thinking about other people and other people's circumstances around the world, you know, so you think about the gratitude and stuff like that. I'm very grateful, although it's been tough for everyone but i'm 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 like I'm really happy that the whole of 2020, I was able to still stay healthy, fit, like touch wood. I haven't, um, I haven't tested positive. I haven't caught the coronavirus like other people have, but that's a plus side to me and I'm very grateful. And it's just taken me time to just reflect and just really appreciate what I've got because not many people have got, um, you know, People not Some people are, are less fortunate than others, but I'm just really happy that I was safe and sound. So that's that's of the few positive points that I can mention, you know. It's good like this lockdown, it gives you more time to spend with your family. I know it can get frustrating. I know it can get heated and stuff like that, but I don't think there's no better place than sticking around with your family, you know, because it brings you together more because we'll, everyone's probably used to going to work, coming home and going out. You don't really spend that time. Sometimes you might be out from, I don't know, seven o'clock in the morning and you don't get back until about seven o'clock at night. So you don't really get that. You don't really get to see them in that period. But whereas yeah. the lockdown, some people are able to work from home, you know, you're engaging a lot more. You're speaking about things a lot more and, you know, so you're just building that, building that relationship even more to think about, to look forward to the future, and I think that was one of the most important things that I realized of 2020, as well as concentrating on wanting to play football. But you know, at the moment, you can put football aside and think about what really matters to you.
0: Yeah, that's it. And I suppose really now we're 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 into 2021, and obviously this is. Uh, New Year's Day, and of course, with, with New Year's Day, you kind of think ahead, you think to the year ahead, towards the year ahead. And uh, I suppose look, looking ahead to 2021, what are your goals and aspirations and plans going forward? And obviously, you know, 442 sports management will be playing a huge part in that. And Joe, and we all know that the great work he puts in, and and all that. A lovely guy. I recently did another interview with him there, I do re- regular interviews. But also the, there's the great kind of networking aspect to 442 as in, you know, the people that you get to talk to, the people you meet yeah, and, and things like that, like you know, I've spoken to yourself, Joe you know, uh, and other players, uh, you know from 442 and that's interesting as well and it's a good way of I suppose that you get to know each other while you're waiting, and you know while you're waiting to get other clubs if that's the situation you're in and things like that. But just looking into, just looking ahead to the the future of twenty in twenty twenty one. What are your thoughts on the year ahead?
1: Um, My thoughts on the year ahead. Um, I would say I'm hungrier than ever. I feel like I've got unfinished business that I didn't finish in twenty twenty, and I'm looking to crack on with it in 2021 so I'm hungrier than ever uh I'm also looking forward to what 442 has got installed for myself not only for myself but for the other players and the clients that we have involved because you know we at the end of the day we're a team we're a family so I'm looking forward for what the other players can achieve in their goals as well as mine and I'm just i'm just ready you know like i that positive mind frame that you know there's light at the at the end of the tunnel and not only just for footballing also for the world you know i believe that we're going to be in a better place in the next couple of months and you know we can get back to the norm and everyone could be happy again and enjoying themselves but in that sense that's i'm that's it i'm very hungry i'll wait to
0: I suppose mentally as well, it's always nice to get you through the difficult times with you know all that's going on and all that it's um that that's where um kind of mental strength and having something to look forward to in the year ahead like like the things you just mentioned there, like you know the networking with the players and the opportunities that may that that would lie ahead and things like that and that that kind of Get you in more in a positive in a positive frame of mind, which you which you need, uh, you know, when you're performing in sport.
1: Yeah, it's it's very tough. Like, there's been a lot of mental health issues, and um, that some people like to talk about, and some people don't. So it's very important that you're checking on your friends, your families, because you don't know what's going on behind closed doors, and if they're not in that mind frame or they're not strong enough a lot of people are breaking there's been a lot of suicide deaths and stuff like that so it's very important to check on your mental side of things you know so that's what I've been concentrating I know everything happens for a reason and then I just take it as I'm in this position for a reason but there's I'm always going to come out on top so that's just the way I'm thinking about it you know
0: that's it. Well, listen. Thanks very much for uh, taking the time out to do uh, a review of your your twenty twenty year, and of course your your plans and aspirations for the future. And we look forward to talking to you again soon, and uh, you know see how you're progressing throughout the throughout the year as well.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. No problem. Thank you.
0: are more than welcome, Chris. All
1: right. Take care.
0: Okay. Happy New Year happy to you new as new well. To you. And, uh, to you soon so and that was Chris Menangu he's a client of 442 Sports Management